Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I can't believe you just pissed yourself. I know. It's a shame. Live on the podcast. This this is live? It's live, Jeff. Fuck. We're live? just pissed yourself. I just pissed and shitted myself. It's a shame. The viewers aren't here. I'm fucked. All right. You ready? Yeah. Whatever this is? Whatever this is? What do you mean, whatever this is? This is the podcast. This is the Views from the Loft podcast. Episode something something. Uh, Hello, anyone listening, and welcome back to another episode of the Views from the Loft podcast. Episode... Number... 20. 220? The big 2-0. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm Aaron. Statement 220. I'm like, we're that... We've done that many... Just 20. That'd be pretty wild. Alright, uh, up top, right off the bat, uh, we're gonna... I keep saying, uh, I... Uh, uh... I, I was listening back to the episode, and granted, I think it was because I had a little bit to drink, but I was listening to the episode where we had Gabe and Trey and Brandon on, yeah. and in the intro we filmed, I said, uh, between almost every single word for, like, three <laughs> sentences straight and it infuriated me i really don't think i do it that much in real life like i think i've talked about it i think it's just because Mm -hmm. like i know that i'm recording something that other people are going to be listening to so when there's dead air or i'm thinking of what to say next my brain is like gotta fill the dead air but it just sounds like (laughs) so much worse i don't know anyway after this uh, week, I said it again. After this week, me and Trevor are going to be taking a little social distancing uh, vacation. And the podcast is going to go on a bit of a hiatus, but we will be back on August the 16th. So whatever movie Trevor recommends at the end, that's what the August 16th episode is going to be about. There's just going to be like a, a couple week gap there. So. We know you'll miss us dearly while we're gone, but oh yeah, know that we'll be thinking about you, each and every one of you, our loyal fans. And we might, while we're gone, record some content for the YouTube channel. With any luck. I mean, if COVID that... has kind of literally inhibited that in any way. Yeah, so... Potentially, we could maybe do a bunch. I don't know. Yeah, well, at, I'd at like least a couple. We'll see. We'll see. It'd be fun. Yeah, no Never promises. Comic Con shit, but I kind of wish I. I'm kind of glad we didn't. Well, speaking of Comic Con, Trevor, if oh. you wanted to get into the news, uh, the first off, this is I, they might have announced this at Comic Con. I don't think they did. Uh, Tenet has been delayed indefinitely. Oh yes, uh, of course. Yeah, so there Out were a lot of town. reports that this kept getting pushed back, and then it was set for release like mid-July, I think, and then they pushed it back just like a week and a half, and there were reports saying that 
that was because Nolan said it had to come out in July. Like he would not push it back any further. But you know, I guess now he's listened to logic and it has been delayed indefinitely. I get why, you know, Tenet definitely feels like a movie that you'd want to see on the big screen. I'm sure it costs a lot, so I get why they don't want to go digital. But I think we're getting to the point where studios and directors are going to have to start asking themselves, like, is it worth it? You know, like, when are we going to go back to normal? Or should we just bite the bullet and release it on digital? Mm-hmm. You know? Which, you know, I think my answer is bite the goddamn bullet. Yeah. Um, well, I don't think there's any harm in releasing it because there are theaters open for better or for worse. There yeah. are theaters open. I don't think there's any harm in releasing it in theaters and video on demand. Yeah. Because I think there's a sizable amount of people who would be willing to go, who wouldn't be willing to pay for, like, the actual, like, you know, digital version, um, and vice versa. You know? And mm-hmm. I think, I understand for something like Tenet, because, like, I was talking to Trey about this, like, last night. I was saying, you know, Nolan, he's a really big director, and he makes a lot of big movies. And, you know, even in our small-town theater, they do kind of hype up Nolan releases. Yeah. Like, not, like, insanely, but there's posters, there's a little bit of a, you know, push to get people to come watch it and shit. But, you know, is it really the kind of thing that's going to make people brave you know, getting infected with COVID. I don't think people yeah. are that and even if even if everyone was interested, it's still just like a lot of theaters are still shut down, and the ones that are open are probably at like half or yeah. capacity. So it definitely would not make the money, you know, that it would if this whole yeah, thing no. wasn't going on. But so they just got to set on every movie for the next. Turn, I don't know. I'm interested. Long it takes. You know, Nolan doesn't like. You know, this is Nolan's big movie. Like, I don't know when the last Nolan Dunkirk, I guess that was the last. Yeah, I one. guess it would have been Dunkirk. But like, I'm interested to see how Disney does this, particularly like Marvel, because they have a clear schedule. You know, like for every year, and if they just decide to sit on this, you know, they could like seriously delay their whole plan and like mess up the schedule that they've built up for the next five years or whatever because that's mm-hmm. what disney does some and also they have disney plus so i'm interested if like they're just gonna they're gonna be like okay mulan black widow it's on it's on disney plus now i don't know it would drive people to um to get a subscription i suppose yeah yeah i, I was listening to uh Funhaus and they said they think Disney Plus should like release the Marvel movies on Disney, but they should make it like a stretch goal. So they'll be like, if we get this many subscribers to Disney Plus, we'll we'll drop like Black Widow. It's kind of scummy. It is, but I could see something like that happening. Oh, definitely. All right. Speaking of Ooh. superheroes, Comic Con, it's happening. Comic Con twenty twenty, it's going on right now. It's still going on, I think, for the next few days, but it's been going on for a bit. Right now, people are sweating. Right now. Absolutely fucking sweltering. And this article, we didn't watch any of it, but this article from IGN 
ha- claims to have the biggest announcements from the biggest shows, and it was updated at 10 o'clock tonight, so just a few hours ago. I mean, more like four and a half. However, still, very recent. So I'm going to go through this list. Trevor? Yes. And I- I'm just going to read through them, okay? This is a lot of news, but you know a what? That's okay. I'll just read the headlines. If you have any thoughts, you know, say okay. but most I'll of voice these... them. Don't worry. Don't. All right. Here we go. We we were waiting for this one, Trevor. Batman Nemesis, the Robin King, may be the most demented DC Comics villain ever. Okay. 2020 Eisner Award winners revealed. All right. Uh... Keanu Reeves and Constantine team reunite, discuss movie sequel that never happened. Okay. How the creator of I Am Legend was partially responsible for the Bill and Ted movies. You know, I was expecting, like, announcements. Family Guy... (laughs) Family Guy spoofs X-Men Days of Future Past in new footage. That's that's newsworthy? Apparently, because it happened... Who gives a fuck about fucking Family Guy anymore? The series will continue spoofing all corners of the pop culture universe, including a hilariously gross parody of an iconic God, X-Men wrote movie. that is on the verge of suicide. <laughs> Rick and Morty Season 5 sneak peek. Meet Rick's nemesis. I guess that's actually something that's news that people give a shit about. Uh, yeah, there's uh, also Marvel's Hellstrom. Hellstrom? Hellstrom? Let's look at this. This seems somewhat interesting. I think it's a TV show. It's like an MCU thing, or is it like a? It's a Hulu oh, hor- oh. It's a Hulu horror series. Oh. Hellstrom, and I, it says Marvel's Hellstrom, and then there's something else about someone said they want Black Panther to cross over. So it's like a horror show within the MCU that's on Hulu. That that could oh. be cool. Uh, mystery science who's what's mystery science theater 3000 what a dumb concept people watching i mean it was an interesting concept back making in, fun of them yeah that could never work today never does anything like that no <laughs> something about they're talking about the show coming back or something i don't know i mean it is kind of weird to do for i guess it's not weird to do for, i mean what's the difference between that and a youtube thing no that's what i was saying no i know, know. <laughs> i get that's what you're saying but like Okay. No, but I love Mystery Science Theater. Um, they're great. I guess they were talking about potentially coming back. All right. Mega Man live action film is still happening. All right. Uh, whatever would we have done without it? <laughs> yes, everyone's favorite anime, The Dragon Prince, has been renewed for four more seasons. Hey, well, I need to watch that actually. You know who Are... made it, don't you? No. It's the original Avatar people. Oh, is that? Yeah, okay, I did hear a bit about that. It's not set in the Avatar universe. No, it's a separate thing. Okay. As far as I know, I've not seen it, but I don't see how it's, yeah. Archer season 11 happening. Archer still going strong. The Walking Dead universe's three rings group explained. Season 10 finale release date. I don't care. Star Trek Prodigy coming to Nickelodeon. 
It's a family-friendly CGI animated show. I could hear like Mike on Red Litter Media like crying. New mutants. Oh, now this, now this, whatever this is, that's something I care about. Yes. New Mutants has basically become an annual fixture at Comic-Con as Fox's final X-Men movie continues its, the word I don't know, struggle to, I think it's a reference. It's capitalized, like it's a name or something. Let's, let's see if I can find out what this is. Oh, no. Sisyphean. What is the word? Sisyphean. Sisyphean. Oh, such a ta- like Sisyphus, be... like Sisyphean, yes. like Sisyphean, like the yeah, boulder the, up the, the hill. Boulder, I mean, the boulder boy. Yeah, that's kind of a sad <laughs> analogy. Okay, only time will tell if the latest release date holds true. But we got a closer look during the New Mutants panel. Fans got to watch the opening scene from the film. Wow, oh, man! Everybody vomited. <laughs> Should we watch that like on the show, like live? They'll just be audio, but I can, like, stream it to you or something. Is there footage of it? Yeah, I think it, it, might, I think it was released online. Well, look it up, maybe. We could see. If it's just a scene, it wouldn't be too long. I'm sorry, everyone, for the ear rape. Ear rape? Well, uh, on my end, because I'm recording uh. audio. No, it's just someone breaking it down, but there might actually be new mutants footage. Why is Demon Bear the first thing that comes up? Demon Bear, was there a bear in the footage? Hmm, it it looks like the only thing I can find are just people talking about it. Oh, this this kind of looks promising. Okay, yeah, this is it. Okay. So, if anyone wants... I'm going to stream for Trevor. Alright. I'm fucking hyped. Oh if my anyone god, wants I can't believe to, After all these years. If anyone wants to follow home uh, alone, we are watching from movie clips, trailers, The New Mutants, first two minutes, 2020. I'm going to turn it kind of low so it doesn't drown us out, but so audience members can still hear. So. There's like no that's the American underneath it. It's describing the video that you just fucking watched. Every person, there are two bears. Oh, Forever dude, look at that. That's soul. some Suicide One Squad energy. And that good. fucking Compassion. font. Marvel entertainment, Trust. dude. That's awesome. The other... Dude, Marvel? Dude, it's a Marvel thing. <laughs> also, Shame. this might mess up my recording because I'm live streaming, so I'll have to stop it after this and check. But... I can't hear it. Oh, my audio is off. Uh, oh, you didn't hear her talking about inside of you there are two bears or something. I don't know what yeah. say. I still can't. Oh, really? I turned up my audio, but I still can't hear Uh... No, it's okay. I'll just, uh, I'll just. They're screaming. That nothing ah! is happening. <laughs> yeah, they're just... just screaming. Okay. They're, they're still screaming. Nothing's happening. Lots of screaming. What's they're happening? Running. Somebody's attacking the mutant encampment. I imagine. Hide here. I have to go help them. No, Dad, please don't leave me alone. I have to go back. Stay here. I'm narrating it for Trevor because he, he can't hear. 
Look at that. Look at that poor... Now, now there's big heavy stop stomps like there's footsteps. I can see that the, the camera's shaking. And that, and now she's screaming. Was that her? Was that her dad? I think that's her dad. Is this the demon bear? It's a very boring color. Palette. And now there's growling, but it's so gray. I can't really. It's make... so gray and boring looking. It's like gray and dark. I can't really see what's happening. But it's happening. not, you fucker. Of course it'd be gray. Because it's a horror movie. It's gotta be gray, doesn't it? And now there's like this sound effects Some or kind something. Some music soon, maybe? Yeah, maybe. there's like music and then it cut out. What the fuck is that up there? What the fuck was. That was Pennywise. <laughs> I can't do the sound. Okay, how much longer? This is the longest two minutes of my life. Oh, there we go. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. That All right, was... I'm, I'm gonna stop the recording real quick, make sure it's still working, and then we'll. Get back. What a fascinating little clip that was. We're so back. gray, so very interesting. Yes. She that, runs. And she a, runs. There's a bear, maybe. It's a bear. There's some kind of bear. Pennywise the bear. I don't know. But that's Comic Con. That's that was the last thing I saw that really interested me. Oh oh oh! Bill Bill and Ted Face the Music is coming to digital. I did hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. It's There's a, a new Adventure Time special. Yeah, BMO came out. Gonna come out or something? It's already come out. I don't know. They're doing and... multiple ones or something like that. Yeah, that's that's the end. I went to the end of the article, so that's all the Comic Con news. That's your news. That's important, according to IGN. Sorry if we missed anything. Blame IGN. Yeah, fuck IGN. <laughs> that's probably the longest news segment we've ever had. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of news. It's Comic-Con. It's news time. It's Comic-Con. It's news time. It's a, I'll put Comic-Con in the title to get... I'll be... Oh, bait for people. Yeah, this episode will be called, like, Comic-Con and Palm Springs, which... Let's talk about Palm Springs. As usual, if you're ready, Trevor, are you ready for Palm Springs? I'm always ready to talk about anything. Palm yeah, Palm Springs specifically. Before it was released... Yeah. Before I even knew what it was, I was, I was like, I'm ready. I was so ready. I was like, man, I hope a movie just like this happens. And it's a movie with Andy Samberg. It's like Groundhog Day comes out. Anyway, yeah, uh, we watched Palm Springs. Going the most off the recent assumption. film we've watched. Yes. Going off the assumption that everyone listening has already seen this film. I'm not. We're not going to you know, break it down scene by scene. And we're going to be talking about it with spoilers. However, I will give a brief description to refresh everyone's memory. So, Palm Springs follows Andy Samberg, who plays Niles, who finds himself stuck in a Groundhog Day-esque time loop at a wedding. And he's kind of already been there for a while, and through a series of unfortunate events, he gets Sarah pulled into the time loop as well and that's kind of the basis for how this film goes and jk simmons is also hunting hunting down andy sandberg all right Trevor, I, I gotta ask you one thing yeah randy you noticed randy i did <laughs> i did notice randy is that why you recommended this movie no, but I knew he, I figured out he was in it. 
I was going to recommend it anyway, just because I saw so many people talking about it. And then I saw, I was looking through the cast, and I saw Connor O'Malley. I was really surprised to see him in this. I was too, and I love that he's just the exact same way he is in all his videos. He's just screaming, he's using the same exact, like, stupid voice, and he's saying... (laughs) Like it's I, I would I wouldn't be surprised if he like wrote his own dialogue or something because it just sounds so much <laughs> just like his <laughs> Joker live streams. If if anyone doesn't know, uh, Connor O'Malley, Malley, I think it's Malley. Connor O'Malley is in this movie, and he also he he's like a comedian. He he's written for like late shows before I think, mm-hmm. and he's, he's also been on them. Yeah, he's also married to someone who is on SNL, I believe, or was. But he also got pretty popular on Vine and then kind of transitioned to YouTube. And he just has, like, some of the, like, funniest videos I think I've ever seen. They're amazing. But, (laughs) yeah, I just wanted to to say I was so glad that O'Malley was in this movie. (laughs) He's he's fun, you know. He's always fun. He's always fun. I, I mean, this movie <laughs> itself is pretty fun, though. That's how I describe this movie: a good, fun little, good, good old little watch. romp. Yeah, it's nothing, you know. It's nothing too serious, but it doesn't ask you to take itself serious. It does have some interesting concept in it and stuff that I. It like. does a lot of times. A lot of times, I feel like we criticize movies for. For thinking they're more deep than they are, you know. Yeah. Acting like they're much more big brain than they really are. And even though this this movie deals with like philosophy and you know presents different viewpoints and things like that, and kind of gets into that, and even quantum physics and you know nihilism and absurdism and all that stuff. And this would be a movie where I could see someone making this movie and thinking how big the brain they are just because they mention those concepts. But mm-hmm. I, this movie doesn't do that. Like, it's aware. I think it's aware that what it's touching on is pretty surface level, and that's yeah. fine. Like, not every movie has to. We don't, not every movie has to be like Solaris and and delve into what it means to be human. Like, you can still have these themes of. of uh, you know, existence and and stuff like that, and not, you know, be crazy about it. I guess I don't know. No, yeah, I mean, because it it is it does have that surface level kind of existential uh aspect to it, but it it's it's interesting how kind of in not taking it too seriously, that is kind of the point of it. Exactly, yeah, that is kinda... kind of what you know drives the movie and like the character interactions well between the two main characters at the very least mm-hmm. because like as because it is kind of like as much as um andy sandberg his character kind of acts like he doesn't give a shit about anything he ultimately does give a shit about anything which i mean this is kind of reaching Maybe not necessarily, but it's just a it's a normal concept that movies like this will do if that's a theme in it, you know. 
Yeah. But that is like a feature of like absurdist thought is it's like you can you can recognize that everything is pointless and without meaning and everything like that, right? And you can say to yourself, you should just not give a shit, right? And just yeah. do whatever. But it's one thing to acknowledge it and it's another to actually truthfully embrace that and live by that. And he kind of acts as though he's living by it, but ultimately he isn't. He's still kind of um he yeah, still kind of has that in the back. He's of definitely mind. trying to embrace the absurdity, though. And no, yeah, he's he's and, trying. He's trying I, his best. And I think may, maybe that one of the things is that he has. He's just been there so long that there's there's not much. It's unclear of how long he's been there. Oh yeah, I mean, he could be there for. He could have been there for like. He could have been there for like thousands of years at this point. Mm-hmm. I got the impression that we watched uh, for years, I, th- I feel like, mm-hmm. because, like, she learns quantum mechanics and is, like, having Skype calls with, like, professors and comes up with her own, like, quantum mechanics theory and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it's definitely a significant portion of time has passed by the end of the movie. Yeah. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, I was gonna, I was going to say... uh. I do like how this movie kind of takes a lot of like, and granted, I say tropes, but I don't know if I've seen that many time loop movies, but I'm familiar with the genre. There's Happy Death Day. There's Happy Death Day. There's Ground, I mean, Groundhog Day is Groundhog Day. But I, I haven't seen any of this, but, but I kind of, I'm aware of like kind of the tropes and I like how this movie kind of takes those, but kind of like flips them or adds to them. In the way that, like, it's an interesting concept of, like, someone stuck in a time loop who's already been there for thousands of years and has just given up completely, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the generic thing to do would be, like, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Just one thing I was thinking was, like, a normal movie would have him, like, find out that he's, that his girlfriend is cheating on him. And then, you know, he goes through all these different ways to try to, like catch her in the act or win her back or something like that well, it would be a knockoff of like groundhog day yeah exactly complete but it, knockoff of groundhog day but then in this movie the girl sees them cheating and she's like aren't you gonna do anything and he's like oh i've tried there's you know there's literally nothing i can do and what's it matter if the day resets anyway mm-hmm. i love so. those scenes of them <laughs> the interactions between him and his uh, girlfriend Oh yeah, those are great. This movie was was like pretty funny, I think. It was very funny. It was very entertaining. I I'm not sure if I've laughed that much actively at a movie. At least yeah. for a little bit. It's been a bit. I don't watch a lot of comedies though, but I I did yeah. have some like real laughs from this. I'm blanking on what made me laugh like really hard. I forgot what it was. I don't remember. <laughs> I really enjoyed the scene where towards the end where they have that exchange where he's just literally matching her word for word. Yeah, yeah, that was good. <laughs> I probably laughed out loud at O'Malley like every time he was on screen. Oh yeah, I mean naturally. <laughs> just because it's him. But I thought that Niles and Sarah were both like really well written. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they're both like a lot of these times in this movie these movies and this isn't necessarily a critique but it's just something that kind of takes me out of it i'm just thinking like why don't they do this or why didn't they think about this and for a movie that doesn't take itself that seriously and doesn't seem to be really 
care that much about like the specifics of things. They do kind of think of everything that like an audience member would think of. Because mm-hmm. you hear the concept like it's a time it's a time loop that every time you go to sleep, you wake up on the same day again. And if it was a normal movie, that's all they would say. And then you as an audience would be thinking like, okay, what if they try to stay awake for as long as possible? That was or, like immediately what I thought. And then they did yeah. that. Or like, you know, how far can you get? Or what if one of them falls asleep before the other one? You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. The only thing that was not answered that I was curious about was, and this is just dumb. This is not a critique, but when they were falling asleep in the tent and he fell asleep first or one of them fell asleep first, what if the other one woke them up? Like, would it, <laughs> you know hmm. what I mean? That's I don't... <laughs> an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, <laughs> I don't know. That kind of, that kind of confounds me a bit. I actually didn't think about that for some reason. Yeah. Um, because seemingly know, was, it's instant. It's as soon as you fall asleep. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not. For I, sure. I would. I would assume. I guess that it would fix it for them. Moment like. Possibly they could just it, take shifts. Like. Yeah, I don't. Or like, if he fell asleep, would he instantly be in the other day? But then she's still like with him, and she wakes him up, and he. His consciousness like comes back. I, I don't know. Uh, that's that's a weird concept. Because did um, you did you see the end credit scene? Yes, I did. Okay, I assume that meant it's kind of like, and it doesn't matter again because this movie doesn't want you to really get into the nitty gritty. But I assume that means it's like kind of like a multiverse or something like that. Mm-hmm. Because he come he comes in contact with like a different version of of Niles who's not in the loop. Well, our Nile like got out of the loop, but remembers everything, you know. Yeah. So it it is. It seems to be like an alternate reality or something like that. I mean, that's kind of yeah, because I mean that is like an answer to time travel, right? That there yeah. is no such thing as time travel. Well, in the past, because time travel, time travel going forward isn't actually like that's a real thing. That's something that's theoretically like that's proven actually because they did what was it they did. I know what Just you're because of about, relativity, but... the clock yeah. they had, and it's like it sped up yeah. by like a few nanoseconds or something. Like that technically is how the universe works. But you know, going back, you if you were to go back, it would only be because you just hop back, and by the act of you hopping back, that's another timeline or whatever, and you're inhabiting that one now, and you can't really return to the other one because that one's defined by you having left it, you know, and that kind of thing. Um, That's what I thought would be a funny gag in this movie is to reveal that at the end. Like every day is a different timeline. So I saw I saw a short film once. I've seen that. Yeah, the one with the button. Yeah, yeah, and it's like he hits the button every time, and he's like, "Oh, it's nothing." But then it's like he killed himself every time. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, like he he thinks he's time traveling, but he's just shooting his consciousness into another version of himself in a different reality thus like killing the body essentially <laughs> that so woman everyone... screaming on the bench like yeah, every time everyone else around reacts to just a body being dead so i thought that would be funny like 
oh, there are like, <laughs> like, there's a reality out there where I ruined a wedding and like where there was a bomb and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, I, you know, I was kind of afraid for a minute that the movie wouldn't address something that would have really pissed me off. What's Which would that? have been if they had just abandoned Roy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, if they had just not told him that they figured out a solution, because mm-hmm. they're literally damning him to an eternity in that loop. Yeah. But they did. It was kind of weird to me that they decided to do that in, like, a a credit scene, but I get that they wanted to have the moment when they go back and everything. Mm-hmm. And it would have been weird if it was like, all right, now we're going to, I love you so much. And then it's just, you know, J.K. Simmons in the back. He's also there. He's like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> Yeah. No, but I I thought this movie was like written really well, like a, a, a very smart mm-hmm. screenplay. Like it, it was tight, you know. Yeah, there's not a lot of logical holes that you can poke through. And again, I'm kind of, I don't, you know, I don't want to be all cinema sins, like nitpicking. But mm-hmm. certain things I feel like you need to address, or else the the jump in logic kind of can take me out of a movie, you know. But this movie was smart and, like you said, pretty tight all around. It doesn't, it doesn't, you know, bite off more than it can chew for the most part. Yeah, it kind of knows. It's the time loop movie. The time loop is this, you know. They throw a bunch of jargon in the end, but that's yeah. fine because it's inherently a, a nonsensical kind of concept anyway, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like they don't really need to convince me. They just tell me that it's we're in a box, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I, I thought Aren't this movie. We all. <laughs> I thought it was shot like really pretty, you know. Oh nothing. yeah, they had it was. I liked the set design. I liked the, uh, especially like Sandberg's getup. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. His Hawaiian shirt and his shades. That was nice, pleasing. And it had a nice like aesthetic to it. Like, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. like just the whole movie. It felt. It felt like. I don't know. I don't even know what Palm Springs is or where Palm Springs is, but it felt like Palm Springs, you know. When you hear like, the word Palm Springs, yes, a that's place Palm Springs. The, yeah, <laughs> a place named Palm Springs should look and feel like that, and I thought they did a good job from, um, you know, how it was shot, the cinematography. There were some like I like the shots of, I like the scene where she was throwing beers at him in the pool. Mm-hmm. And it's all underwater from his perspective, but then it's all like on the surface from her perspective. Like I thought that was that was cool. Um I liked God damn it. <laughs> I completely forgot what I was going to say. I want you to know that I had a very interesting <laughs> point. I was. Oh no! It's lost, but it'll come back to me. But I have something else to talk about that's probably completely unrelated. Okay. Is it one of the gags I thought was funny? Was that it's not really that present in it, but the way they don't refer to him as like, um, they don't refer to him by his name most of the time. Like they don't know him. They're like, oh, hey, Misty's boyfriend. Oh, yeah, Misty's boyfriend, yeah. Misty's boyfriend, and um, I just... No, no, I'm not going to go there. Never mind, I'm not going to do that for Palm Springs. I know Palm Springs doesn't care. I know it's just... It's a bit in the movie. 
I could pull out buzzword for that, but I'm not going to pull out buzzword right, for that. No buzzwords. Not sure. today. Not today. It's not worth it, and I don't okay. know Sartre enough. Well, we're so, are, we already said some absurdist. Does that? We already brought up absurdist, but that's the one that it wears on its sleeve. You know, the funny thing is, like, uh, I probably wouldn't have even said absurdist because, like, this movie is definitely, like, nihilistic, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, just, like, two days before I watched this movie, for some reason, I was just, like, reading a bunch of stuff about absurdism. Mm-hmm. And uh, who was the one guy? Albert. Albert, Albert Camus. Yeah, Camus. Talking Camus, about, like, Camus. I, uh, yeah, I, I use them interchangeably because <laughs> I can't remember, but. What he was, he said, like you should either just kill yourself or embrace it. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like the ultimate, like one must which, imagine. Sisyphus which was happy. Which was kind of this movie because you know he tried to kill himself. He tried everything, and in the end, he just decided to accept it. It is like, well, not the end of the movie, but like when we see him in his arc. He's already tried to like end his own life mm. and everything, and now he's just fully embraced that nothing matters. It's like inherently like Camus' worst nightmare and his heaven. <laughs> it's like you're just because it's like you don't have a choice to kill yourself. Like you, you're just forced to live. Yeah. So it's just suffer or learn. Well, didn't he say is... you shouldn't kill it? Like you said, that was a pathetic. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you should because the whole point of myth of Sisyphus is supposed to be a refutation of killing yourself. Of like actually, you know, ending it all, which can't is why you know the whole one hmm? can't even do that in this world. Though. Yeah, you can't even do that because that's the point of the Sisyphus thing. Is it's like you have to just embrace it. He has to embrace the fact that his existence is rolling a boulder up a hill. You know. Oh, do we bring it back around? To... Exactly. Comic Con. It's kind of funny <laughs> that that happened. What yeah. a quirky little wow. tidbit. It's almost like this show is scripted. It's not. It's not. No, It'd be better if it was. I wouldn't say oh this many times that the show was scripted. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> what did you think about the soundtrack? Because I liked it, but now that I'm thinking back on it, I don't remember anything. I was about to say. I was like, well, you know, it was good, but I don't. I couldn't tell you a single fucking song from it. Mo- I anyway. feel like most of it was like already like wh- like his licensed stuff. Yeah, yeah. Part. But there was one scene. I forgot what it was. I think it was something to do with the cave. Mm-hmm. It was where she was like looking for the cave or something. And they started playing like this original score. I assumed it's what it was, and it was like it was like upbeat, but it was also kind of creepy. And it only played for like five seconds, and it sounded like there was more. And I was like, "Oh, that that's like really good, and kind of fits this movie well because it's like a fun, like quirky kind of movie, but also with like pretty dark implications if you get into it." And that's oh, what yeah. That- that's what that music music sounded like, and then I never heard it again. And I was like, "Damn, I I forget I forget what scene it was. It was pretty early on, and I think it was when she was looking for the cave. And I wish they played more of it because, yeah, like you said, besides that, it was just licensed music, which is fine. But you know, normally I don't feel the same way about licensed music as I do like a really good original score. You know, nothing to write home about, but not like bad." No, no, it, it's just not really a point, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, what is something else they talk about with this movie? The dinosaurs? I was about to say, I didn't see the dinosaurs at first. I was like, a little I, confused because... Uh, what are they looking at? They giant rocks? They mushroom? 
Lynch? No, Martin, Martin Scorsese would be disappointed, but I watched this movie on my phone, so. Oh, really? Yes. I was like, those dinosaurs, I was squinting. What, what, what do they mean? What do the dinosaurs mean? The dinosaurs like the fucking dinosaurs. They put the dinosaurs in it. <laughs> I guess it's just something to do with the time, time, time. Time. Space. I liked that the end shot was the dinosaurs. That was nice. That was nice. I'll tell you this. This is a kind of a pet peeve of mine with the movie. I didn't like that they got rid of the ambiguity. Like, I think the movie would have been better. Of uh, of what? Of them, like, actually getting out of the loop. Oh, yeah. I thought they were going to do that first, too. I, I thought it was going to be – well, I, I think now I think it would have been fine if they did everything they did and like like just stop the – full stop the movie right when she says, oh, what do we do next? Because that leaves that open to interpretation because you can easily interpret that just as her just saying that casually. Yeah. As if they're still stuck in it or as if, well, we're out of it now. What do we do? You know? But yeah, instead, yeah. it's like, what the fuck? What are you guys doing in our pool? And it's like, oh, ha, 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 November 10th, you know? Yeah, and it was it was still a good ending, but I, mean, I agree that that probably would have been better. But I'm a fan of ambiguous. I'm a massive fan of an. I get a real hard on for ambiguous endings. I do too. I like, mean, it can be done really well. I mean, yeah, there. Oh, there are so many. I like better. ambiguous endings with obvious implications. If that makes yeah. any sense, <laughs> yeah. I, like I like it when it's like kind of obvious. I don't probably one way, but I don't like, like horse oh. girl when bitch is riding a horse and gets abducted by an alien or something. Yeah, I but I like uh, like I love the ending to American Psycho, mm-hmm. which you know it, it doesn't like flip everything on its head like right at that scene. It's but I love yeah I love that. I like I like I like I like like ambiguous endings that like they embrace the ambiguity because it's like pointless to have an answer. Like that's not the point yeah. of the movie because Drive is like that. Like the way Drive ends, you know. I don't want to spoil Drive because that's. I forgot how it ended, but don't say anything. It is. You know, movie. it's like. Well, there's driving involved if that reminds you. Oh yeah, um, you're right. You're right. Uh, doesn't Blade Runner kind of end like that too? Twenty forty nine. Well, twenty forty nine. Twenty forty nine ends open ended. The original Blade Runner ends kind of ambiguously, with like you know the whole like is he a replicant? Is he not a replicant? Oh yeah. Seemingly implies that he is a replicant. The fate of the character. Kind of. Yeah, that's the, kind of ambiguous. Yeah. Not of Ryan Gosling's character in Blade Runner twenty forty nine, but of like. I thought it was. I thought it. I mean, I never took. Maybe it is, and I'm just like I just I always just it... assumed one way. All right, spoiler for Blade Runner 2049. <laughs> I gotta talk about this. Doesn't it just end with him sitting on the steps and he looks up at the snow and then like it fades and that's how the movie ends? No, there's a clip after that. Oh, okay. What happens after that? It's just that scene of like. Harrison Ford and the girl talking and stuff, which I guess oh. doesn't really like mean that that's not. <sighs> I just remember they... him sitting on the port, the steps or whatever. Yeah. Which I don't know. Okay, we can talk about this later. Yeah, back to Palm Springs. I don't want to spoil it for any. I don't want to like. <laughs> say, I, I don't want because we didn't really spoil anything with that so much. Because no, whatever. I wasn't. 
I was talking. I didn't. I couldn't tell if Ryan Gosling was looking at the the snow or the clouds when he looked up, and I'm like, hmm, that's really ambiguous. Hmm, how ambiguous of an ending? <laughs> What's he really looking at there? But it's like with Drive, it's like, yeah, he's driving. Yeah, is it gonna a, go this and, way? Is it gonna yeah, go that way? It doesn't matter. You were like, did he turn left or did he turn right? Yeah, right. Yeah, did he go straight <laughs> off the cliff? No. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. That would have made this movie better, I think. I would have enjoyed it more with that. And I think it would have fit with this movie. It, like, yeah, that because that's... An ambiguous ending doesn't seem out of left field for this kind of movie. Because it's kind of like dark humor. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of like really cynically kind of humorous that they're just they really exactly. stuck yeah. in it for eternity. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't well, think... I mean, you know, there are worse time loops. Yeah, stuck I wanted to get into that a little bit, but uh, did I say earlier how I thought the characters were written really well? I did. Yeah, and I like I like that they're smart and they tried stuff. Oh yeah, it's always annoying when characters are dumb. That yeah, it, that that was the point I was trying to make, and then I got kind of sidetracked. But that's why I love how well written they are because they 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 really are smart and they they do everything right, kind of you know. Well, that's always like because people. Sometimes you hear people try and defend things like that in mm-hmm. any kind of story. They be like, well, people are dumb sometimes. People are fucking stupid sometimes. Sometimes people forget. Sometimes they make mistakes. It's like, well, yeah, that's true. But it, I'm watching a movie. Yeah. You know, like it, it's it not can, compelling storytelling. It can be fine time. sometimes. But they have to, like, own that. And it has to be yeah, written exactly. around that. Uh, but Because like, there are concepts like the unreliable narrator and things like that. Mm-hmm. And that's not really the same thing, but kind of in the same vein. And but like that it... works, but it's like what happened with Game of Thrones. It's like that's just an excuse for your sloppy writing. Yeah, Daenerys kind of forgot. Uh, and it's and it's problematic because you can you can then extend that to like if you take that always as a reasonable excuse for character actions. Anything could happen. Yeah, any of anything that's ever happened could be chalked up to any plot hole. Because somebody forgot, somebody's dumb, some Jamie... shit like that. Jamie kind of forgot about his redemption arc that he had been having for five seasons. Yeah, wait a minute. My hand's gone. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, the the characters are smart, and I, I like that element of how they were written. Do you have anything else to praise or critique about the movie? Because No, I think the movie is... I, I feel kind of bad because I don't really have too much to say about the movie. I enjoyed it, though. Yeah. I, it's just... it's It's a fun watch. People should check it out. It's weird because, because like I said earlier, any depth to the movie, like in like a philosophical kind of way, like in a thematic way, is to be intentionally not very deep, mm-hmm. and to be kind of like shit is how it be, you know how it do, and then you yeah. know that's like you that's in one sentence, and that's like the whole movie, and you kind of everybody kind of gets what that is. Mm-hmm. You don't need to break that down for anyone. You don't need to praise that in any way because it's, I mean, it's good. It's, you know, yeah, it, it's, it's compelling, but it's not like it's intentionally yeah. surface level. Like the, this, like, I don't know. The fact that it is surface level is what makes it compelling, but mm-hmm. it's not like, uh, I don't feel at home in this world anymore where very surface level and it tries to act like it's the most complex you know storytelling of I'm this so generation. sad depression 
People are mean. Sometimes People are the mean world to me sucks. Sometimes. <sighs> anyway, okay. I wanted to ask, uh, how what like how long do you think you would stay in this time loop, and what are the some of the things you would do? And if you were presented with the option to leave, would you? But it's the same option that they have, where you're not 100 percent sure if it'll work. Like what? Just how? I'm just asking. You. I'm not sure I can answer that question. I don't know how long it. Like I feel like it would eventually break me. Mm-hmm. I I feel like I don't think I'm strong enough to. I think I could put up with it for a really long period of time. But I honestly think that if I had been in there for as long as it seems Andy Samberg was in there for, I probably would have lost my goddamn mind. Yeah, my thinking is first thing I would do. I would be like him and I would try to work my way out of there. Like, okay, what happens? I don't think I'd kill myself because no, that's I, not, that's not your first go to. No, no, no. But I try to work around. I, I try to get my way out of there. Somehow at some point I figure out I could die or something like that. Or I'd snap. I don't think I'd snap that early on though. Then the next thing I would do would just be, I, I would, I would try to set goals for myself. Like he did like sleep with this person. And mm-hmm. then I would just spend days, like, doing trial runs, figuring out, like, what they liked. And, oh, yeah, absolutely. And I feel like I feel like I could do that. Not e- not even just sleep with people, but, like, set, set goals for myself to figure out. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could do that for a long time. And then I would probably start doing, like, just insane shit, like the bomb and the cake. And, like, what happens if I just wake up and start beating the shit out of everyone <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the yeah i i don't know and oh, then, i would do a lot of drugs that's what i would do oh yeah yeah i would do so many any kind of drug things that i would never consider doing i would intentionally track down crystal meth i yeah. would smoke the fuck out of crystal meth because it doesn't even matter and I, I, I try to do, like, a bunch of, like, dangerous shit as well. What would you do if it turns out, like, the secret to getting out of the time loop is getting addicted to crystal meth? <laughs> that'd, like, be a, oh, fuck. that'd be a cruel twist of fate. Yeah. No, I think a thing I would do, and this is really gay and boring of me, right? But I would try and pull, like, a Groundhog Day with it, at least for a little bit. I haven't like, seen I'd... Groundhog Day, so... I, I, neither have I, but I know parts okay. of it so well. Is that where he has like a perfect day or something like that? Yeah, well, he tries to make it like the perfect day and stuff, okay. and it's like yeah. building up to it. But things he does, like he learns to play piano and shit. Okay. Because he has all the time, and I would—I don't know if I do that specifically, but I could imagine myself like if I had access to like movies, I try and catch up on like the entire backlog. That's, yeah, that was my next point. Like after I. After I have all these goals and I set all these goals and I do all these goals and then I just do in a bunch of absurd, insane shit, I was thinking and I was like, I would probably snap at that point. But then I was like, I have every video game, movie, and book in existence. Well, no, no. What made me think of that would be like, there would be no new movies or TV shows or anything like that. Like, no more media to consume. But then I realized, like, I would have all the media, you know, up until that point. Yeah, that had ever been made. Now, you have to get access to it with the internet. Exactly. I was I was going to say, if there was a laptop and internet, 
you know, I, I can... Well, like, I would imagine his, uh, his like, vacation home that he was, like, uh, squatting in probably had access to things. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And if the family wasn't gone for that long... Yeah. Then so... it might have been... The, the internet would probably still be on, obviously, and the electricity might even be on. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I would do shit. I'd do that. I'd watch every goddamn... Not it. Well, I don't know. I mean, my God. Yeah, you. I mean, you could watch a lot of movies. Nobody believe me. How am I gonna log that on Letterbox? No one would believe me. Yeah. Well, every day you'd have to relog them because you watched fifty thousand movies <laughs> on November ninth. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You've read how many? <laughs> but see, how long would that? How that? I mean, that's quite a bit of time. Like. That's, yeah, that's a very significant. That's I'm assuming a movie a day on that. Oh yeah, yeah. But like on top of that, like getting to that point, mm-hmm. like doing all the goals and doing all oh, the yeah, crazy yeah. shit. Like, I, so I feel like I could last a pretty long time. But there's no way to compare myself to his character because we don't know how long he's been there. No. Another thing that I really liked, going back to how this movie is smartly written, I just remembered. That I was thinking about, man, how, like, eventually when you start to forget, like, your life before, Mm -hmm. and then he can't remember where he worked at. Which, I I couldn't tell if he really couldn't remember, or if that was just a bit because they were on shrooms. He does remember his dog. Exactly. I I thought it was just a joke, because... But, I mean, that could also be just like, oh, all right, my dog. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I I thought of that like before they said that, and then when they said that, I was happy because, I mean, you would if if you know if if you lived in this time loop for a thousand years, and you were alive for you know twenty five years before, mm-hmm. that's like nothing, you know. There's a this is this is kind of I mean it's not really I mean it might not be apocryphal for like some of our viewers, but it might be for you because I know you don't watch. Too much of Doctor Who, right? No. But there is a character. Maisie Williams plays her. Oh, yeah. I've seen her episodes. That Yeah, the thing with her is that she's like an immortal being with like a mortal like conscious. Yeah, yeah. Conscience. So she like he... she like forgets everything because she's just been around for like millennia. And it's like has yeah. to keep writing it down. Yeah, I remember. And that's uh... yeah, that's kind of an interesting thing. Yeah. All right, so cool movie, fun movie. Cool movie, uh, cool, fun movie. I'd I, recommend it. Oh yeah, for sure. And I'd say that both. I, I'd say both of us could last a couple thousand in a in a time loop. Oh yeah. Now, I, I, now I, if if we were together, like we were both real. Oh. I think we could last a long time. Oh, very, very much so. And if it was all, if it was all of to? the boys. Imagine if it was all the boys. Imagine if we get when we go on vacation next week, we get stuck in a time loop. You know what, Trevor? Swear to me, Trevor, if you were the first one to get stuck in the time loop, you pull everyone else in because it's worth it. <laughs> I bring it up to people. Yeah, hey, you got I let them take that choice. Because I let them make that choice. I thought about this too. It is immortality. You know? It is. It's, it's a really kind of weird way of immortality, but yeah, it it's is difficult because you, you can't really build anything up. You know, it's like you can build your mind up. You can build your mind up, but like that's. I was actually 
we didn't really touch much on J.K. Simmons' character, but I liked him. And I thought it was also like a well-written character. Mm-hmm. And I liked the scene where he said, like, you know, you took away me never being able to see my daughters grow up. But also, he never has to see them die. So, I don't know. It well, is... I think J.K. Simmons would be hoping that he would die before then. Or not that. Not, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean die. I meant they never had to see him die. That's what I'm yeah. to say. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think J.K. Simmons is expecting to outlive his daughters, but <laughs> he's immortal. He's immortal. That's why he's pissed about it because he's already he's immortal. Already and now immortal. he's just suffering. No, that's that's what I meant to say. It's like I sold my soul for this. And uh, I, yeah, I think I, I don't know. Time loop would be cut. I think it'd be because it's the weird thing about it is you don't even have like. That's the thing. Your body doesn't even like last because like you couldn't get you couldn't get like fit doing it. Because your body would just reset every day. Yeah. So your only thing that carries is your conscious. I think it'd be your, great. I your think mind. It, if we get stuck in a time loop on vacation, I think it'd be really fun. Oh, yeah. It'd be absolutely great. We have internet there. Yeah. All right. I got a lot of things in my fucking uh, hard drive, which I purchased illegal. I mean, legally. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it'd be a blast. I think it would be fun for thousands of years. I might Ooh, snap I mean, eventually, but... The thing is, if we're going into this time loop and we know it's going to last for all of eternity, then we also know that eventually we'll find a way out because it's infinite. Like that is true. That's the thing I'm where glad it's like you recognize that notion about infinity. Yeah, it's like if you give in, a, in, infinity. It's the yeah. monkey thing. The monkeys, if you yeah, the Shakespeare thing. If you yeah. have enough monkeys to have you know, type right, yeah, people don't get that. Sometimes you talk about infinity. You know, it doesn't yeah. need a big be- like things don't need a beginning or an end, and things will always happen. It's a hundred percent chance that something will happen in infinity. The monkeys will like always, literally anything will always write Shakespeare, and me, Trevor, and the boys will always find a way out of the time loop. That's how the thing work. is. The monkeys would write this podcast. Yeah, that's true. That'd be really weird that the monkeys would write this podcast. It's just as weird as Shakespeare, I guess, but. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's a, it's a the monkeys wrote my erotic <laughs> frozen fan fiction. Oh, okay. Fuck. Let's get into summary and rating. You remember who went first last week? Was it. Hey, do you think I can recall? Mine, no. I, I don't remember anymore. What would you do if I told you I'm in a time loop? I mean, it, it, it takes some convincing. Uh, Every day I have watched Palm Springs <laughs> for uh, the past 20,000 years. I've kept track. If you like, remind yourself every day, it gets easier, but it gets longer to do the tally marks every day. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, uh, you, you, I don't know. If you go to... ahead. You go, okay. I want you to go ahead. I want you I'll to go, go ahead this time. Fun movie. Palm Springs is a fun movie. I think every nice thing we could say about this movie boils down to fun. But it's, it's also pretty smart, you know? In a better way than Bottle Rocket. Yeah. I think. I don't know why, but... Uh, do you think it was better than Bottle Rocket? I do think it's better than Bottle Rocket. Ooh. Ooh. I don't... I don't... Um... You want to fight me? No, I'm just. What do you give Bottle Rocket? Seven. Seven. Okay. Well, that's what yeah. I'm giving this movie. I'm giving this movie uh seven. I think. 
because it's fun. No, you know what? I'll give it an eight. I'll I'll give it an eight for now. I, I might. Oh oh. Yeah, I'm raising it to an eight. I might go back. Now you're not just saying that. No, I'm not just saying that. I was thinking seven, and then I'm like, yeah, I didn't really have any like major. Because for me, a seven is still a really good movie, but there's just a few issues that I have kind of trouble getting over. But every I there I didn't really have that with this movie, and the way I've described this movie is essentially what I give eights to. A movie that is really fun and that I don't initially notice a lot of flaws in. However, it's not like, you know, it doesn't blow me out of the water or or anything like that. But it's just a very fun movie. Mm -hmm. Things like Baby Driver, Nice Out, stuff like that. I think this is on par with uh, those kind of movies. So, yeah, I I give it an 8. It was good. It's been a while since I've seen a comedy that made me laugh. Good to see O'Malley there. And good old O'Malley. Yeah, it was smart. It was good. 8 out of 10 for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I'll have to parrot basically everything you just said. Um, I thought it was a very entertaining movie. It was very comforting to me for some reason. It felt nice. I think I saw somebody on Letterboxd talk about that. It's like these time loop movies are inherently, and it's probably, I think they said it was like, you know, it may be because of quarantine and everything that yeah. makes people think about this. Because we're in a time loop movie. Uh, yeah, that it's like the, the time loop movies basically are just like a metaphor for like human existence. Mm-hmm. And kind of like the the Sisyphusian um, mm-hmm. nature of life, you know, just but that that's fucking that's obvious, I think, to everyone, unless you're an idiot. Um, that life can be like that yeah but um you know i like that i like i think it's funny uh entertaining and i i i think because there are a lot of these i mean they're not there aren't a lot of them but i can only think of two because groundhog day obviously like i said i named happy death day well i guess edge of tomorrow yeah i forgot about that because that's like a completely different genre but i mean that does do the same concept of a time loop. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking up time loop movies now. Like, it, it's interesting that it all they did was, like, they put another person in it. Because mm-hmm. I don't think anything else does that. I don't think anything else has done that. I think that's the most interesting take on it that I've, like, seen. Or at least heard of. Aren't there two time- people in Edge of Tomorrow? Was she in? I don't think was she in the time loop in Edge of Tomorrow. I haven't I seen it. I thought it was just Tom Cruise. Regardless, though, the difference is probably that she comes in much later. Like, in, in yeah, I think so. If she does, I think so. But it's been a long time since I've seen Edge of no, Tomorrow. No, I, I meant for this movie. Like, oh, 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 yeah. Like she comes in after he's been there. for Oh, you mean like it, I thought thousands. you meant like in the runtime. Oh, yeah. Oh no, no. You you uh you might be. I haven't seen Edge of Tomorrow, so I I was it's just a going. Movie. Off. I'd recommend that. I need it's to watch like a it. Seven, but fun um so yeah i like this movie quite a bit but it's just something that i'd recommend people to watch you know it's fun you'll enjoy it yeah and as that i'm giving it an eight out of ten nice two eights from us good movie fun time glad we watched it mm-hmm. now it's time for best movie i've seen of 2020 so far really have you seen many movies from 2020 no let me check my letterbox right now and see if i've seen a better movie although 
Now that you're mentioning it, you're... Because I've got lists going already. I've got the best and worst of 2020 ready to go. I don't think I've seen enough movies from 2020 to have lists ready. No, that's the thing. They're, well, I mean, by ready to go, I mean they're already there. They're not full. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got, like... But it's so funny because my worst of 2020 has six in already. And the best only has three. Okay, a lot of these don't count because they're short films. Yeah, I've only seen, uh, not counting like short films and and YouTube stuff. I've only seen Palm Springs, the main event. Have a good trip, Adventures in Psychedelics, Horse Girl, Sonic the Hedgehog, The Five Bloods, and Birds of Prey. Oh, I forgot you did watch so. The Five Bloods, so that might. No, I, might... I changed my rating to that to a seven. Oh, I see. Very bold movie, but I feel like the tone is a bit inconsistent. So, yeah. yeah right now, the best of 2020 for me has been Hamilton. That's barely even a movie. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess Palm Springs I mean, is like the best 2020. So. There you go. I don't. I, I guarantee you, it hopefully won't stay there. It's a it's a but, fun movie, but I don't want this to be the best movie I saw in 2020. No, that'd be kind of sad. I'd say a lot about 2020 that the best movie of 2020 is a time loop movie. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, eight out of ten for that movie. Yeah. All right, recommendation time. What are you going to recommend for a reminder August 17th episode? Because we're going on a break Indeed. after this. A little bit of a hiatus. I mean, you might already have something picked out, Trevor. Never mind. Never mind. No, go ahead. I want to hear your idea. Well, I was going to say, if we ever wanted to recommend multiple films at the same time, like a like a trilogy or or, uh, or two movies that go together... Like now would be the time to do it because we're gonna have like three weeks. That is true. I don't know if I ever really thought about that though. Okay. Yeah. There aren't many movies that I really want to watch like that. I have thought about that, but I'm holding off. Oh. You could break the cycle if you want, and you could do the recommendation this week if you'd like. No, no, there's nothing like on the top of my head right now. I just know I have some like trilogies saved to to my um watch list. Mm. But no, no. Well, then if that's the case, I think I'm going to recommend Let me make sure I'm getting the year right. I don't know. I I I got off of the letterbox because <laughs> I was looking at my lists. It's a foreign film, Aaron. Ooh. It's in your watch list. Oh. 1964's Oni Baba. Oni? Oni Baba. When did Which I is... add this to my watch list? Okay, a few people I follow have, have seen it, so that's probably why. The most daring film import ever. From, from Japan. From Japan. <laughs> Was that significant? I don't know. Oh. Yeah, it's like... um. I guess it's like a thriller kind of, like a samurai thriller thing. Okay. Uh, I guess it's a horror film. I don't know, it's a horror, I, yeah, I mean, it's considered a horror film, I guess, but like, I don't but know. But it's from the, the 60s, oh no. Yeah, and from the description, it sounds like, 
it sounds more like a thriller. But I wanted to watch it because uh, it seemed kind of interesting to me. I'd seen the... Oh, it came out the same year as um, that Quidan movie. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Which was honestly really phenomenal. And I think you should watch that. Quidan, you should watch that sometime. Um, Yeah, but I I wanted to recommend it because I'd be interested in seeing more of these 60s kind of atmospheric Japanese horror films. Yeah. And also because I realized that this guy I used to watch on YouTube, Lazy Masquerade, shout out to him. He does kind of low effort. I don't want to say low effort. That's sure. insulting to sure. him because he has a good voiceover and everything. But it's like those like sent in by the viewers, true horror story. You know, uh, that yeah. kind of. Yeah. And his, his intro or his outro, I forget which it was because I haven't watched him in a while. I think is a clip from this movie with someone with a mask on doing creepy shit. Gotcha. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That's interesting. And um, Well, I, I've been playing Ghosts of Tsushima, so. Oh, you're right. You're right. We're bringing um, it back yeah. around to that. I Also, I know in the Seven Samurai episode I said I want an RPG where you're a samurai and you're going around doing all these like side quests. It's exactly that, which I'm happy Oh, about. there you go. Yeah, you got your thing. It's literally the game I, I described. I guess maybe there's less like RPG elements you know, than I would have liked. Mm-hmm. Like, I am a big fan of, like, custom, like, you know. Like, there's not that much armor, and, you know, you don't create the character or anything like that, but... It sounds like The Witcher. Yeah. It, it, like, without the... I mean, you kind of have armor in The Witcher, but I don't really remember any of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wanted to bring this up just randomly about Palm Springs, is that the poster looks like those uh, 90s, like, water cooler cups. Oh, uh, like the white, the plastic ones, or paper ones? The little, like, yeah, the, no, maybe, are they, whatever they are, but the little, like... Yeah, the, like the vaporwave thing. Like, yeah, the vaporwave it's thing, vapor that's, wave that's good. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, it does, that's cool, that's cool, I like, that's a yeah, good Yeah, Onibaba. Onibaba. Next. That's the recommendation, watch Onibaba, I mean, it'll probably be good. Not next week. Like three. Well, years. yeah, yeah. You have time. You have. Yeah, time. you have plenty of time. We're gonna be back. Enjoy your break from the podcast. Uh, you know what? I'm not gonna do a plug this week. I'm gonna give everyone a little rest from the plug. Oh, no that's plugs. so sweet. No plugs this week. You guys don't have to endure the plug. So that means it's the end of the episode. So everybody needs a little bit of rest from our constant. Don't don't slack though. Watch. Yeah. Watch your movies. Watch some movies. Log them on Letterbox. Don't be slacking now. If we come back, if if. if if Papa Trevor comes back and you ain't been watching your movies. Yeah, if we come back from vacation and no one has watched their movies. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh, You're going to catch this hand, these hands. Hell yeah. All catch right. my backhand more like, okay. <laughs> Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.